Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 82, all about Winter Park, Florida. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I am Christina. And I'm Tanya. This week, we are sponsored by Amazing Co. I love them. Amazing Co. is bringing people together with incredible experiences from mystery date picnics, family mystery picnics, mystery food walks, and so much more. Eat, drink, and explore your way through a city while solving clues to get to each destination. Each experience is unique and will give you the afternoon adventure full of memories. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash amazing. I think... Amazing Co. has a tour in Winter the Park. Winter Park, what I'm, we're talking about this week. I think they week. do too. Amazing Co. is so much fun. We went with, uh, well, all four of us together, husband, spouse. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to say we went together, but we went all with our spouses and we took a, a trip through Mount Dora and it was just so much fun. The clues are really great and they just give you a little more insight into the town. So it's a good way to explore a little city. After, it'll be before this episode airs, but after we record it. So it's that one of those weird so time after loops. Today, things. but before next time. <laughs> but before today, if you're listening, but after today when I'm recording, <laughs> I saw I saw magic a meme. mystical time loop. I'm going on a, an amazing co picnic in Tampa, and we'll talk all about that in an upcoming episode. Um, I saw I saw a meme today that said procrastination is amazing because it always gives you something to look forward to, and you never have anything to do today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So moving on, before we talk about um, Winter Park, we have to talk about our Florida trip tip. That easy for you to say. Tip yes, of the our week. tip of the week. So I wanted to talk about portable battery chargers. And what I mean by that is like those little battery banks that you can get for your phone. Yeah, you can hang those on your backpack, right? Yeah. So I have this one. I'm going to link to it. This is um, this is something we used while we were traveling. And I really, really liked it because it's solar powered. And this one is powerful too. It can, I have found a lot of those like little mini power banks. They don't give your phone a full charge. Mm. This one gives my phone a full charge. So you want to look at something that's, you know, maybe a little bit higher in amperage. You're going to pay a little bit more for it too, but it might be worth it down the road. This one I can set on my dash and it'll charge from the sun going in through my window on the car. So it is solar powered, solar, you know, you can also plug it in and power it up too. But I also like this one because it has little cords coming right off of the charger itself so that you never have to worry about, oh, not only do I need to bring a charger, I need to bring a cord. This one's like all inclusive. And it's got a flashlight in case, you know, you're lost in the dark or something. Well, speaking of solar, while you're charging your solar powered battery pack, don't forget your sunscreen. Okay. All right. You ready to talk about Winter Park? I love Winter Park. It is such a, um overlooked Central Florida location. I think it is, but I think that a lot of people, yeah, I think especially if you are visiting from out of town. Yeah, you don't think to go to Winter Park. And it's not far from Orlando. So that's even why I put where it's located. I think a lot of people might just say, oh, well, Winter Park, it's part of Orlando. No, it is its whole separate community. It is. It's been, it grew up long before Orlando did. And so I would say it's north East, I had to get my direction. It's North, east, yeah. Northeast. I, I think of Orlando. it as east, east Orlando. And of. some of what we're going to be talking about today is actually even in the a community or a neighborhood called Audubon Park. 
Audubon Park is also kind of part of Winter Park. They're right next door. I just don't want anyone to say, oh, well, that's not really Winter Park. Close enough. They have Winter Park addresses. So, But literally, you can include it in Orlando when it's still like... Exactly. So, so Winter Park... Don't get too picky here. Winter Park was a resort community in the 1880s. So it's long before Disney. Rollins College in Winter Park is the oldest college in the state. It was founded in 1885. And so Rollins kind of grew up around this community. The community grew up with Rollins. Or, you know, they just go really hand in hand. And if you get the opportunity, visit Rollins College. It, you know, is literally right there in the middle of the city. It's worthwhile. Um, but yeah, I think that's the other thing too. Winter Park is really older than it's very the Orlando historic. area. So it's you'll definitely see, a reason to go. You'll see the history between the houses and the buildings too. The arc, the oh, ar- not ar- yeah, yeah what, the little bungalow sort? style home. No, not archaeology. architectural. Architectural. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> I told you my brain's asleep. Okay. I warned you. One of the most popular things to do in Winter Park is the scenic boat tour. Have you done this? No, I was just about to say, wow, I've not heard of that. Oh, okay. Well, it is one of the I hear about it all the time from people in the area they always recommend doing this scenic boat tour and it is um, you're basically going out on a pontoon boat but you're going through some of the canals and the winter park chain of lakes but you're also getting history of the area and it is it's very reasonable $16 for adults and you can fit 18 people yeah. Dang. I mean, so you're probably not going out on your own um, unless you are booking a private tour of this. But if you can, why not do that, too? That would be a lot of fun. But it really does give you that water view in the water. I mean, they have some beautiful lakes out in Winter Park. Gives you a good chance to see the architecture that I was talking about. <laughs> exactly. The other thing I really like about Winter Park, we're going to talk about some of the museums in Winter Park. There are a lot of museums out here. Did you know? I mean, I'm going to ask you this all the time because I I drafted this one, but I don't know how much of you that you know about the different museums out there. The Morse Museum is the world's most comprehensive collection of works by Louis Comfort Tiffany, who is, you know, he designed jewelry. So could there be, you know, Tiffany's, Tiffany's, uh, you know, um, connection here? You have to go and find out. Uh, he has art, glass. There's a chapel. There's studios there. If you've ever heard of, you know, like Tiffany Glass, too, mm-hmm. this has a collection of that, and they are. Located in Winter Park. I can, don't remember off the top of my head where they are located. I'm going to have to look them up here. They have, visit. there it is. They do have an audio um, guided tour. They do, yes. And it's very, very reasonable. I mean, they're $6 to go, a dollar for students. So, you know, your students, your college students, pop on over to the Morse Museum and Museum Shop. They are on. Look at the bottom. There it is. They're on Park Avenue. Okay. Because everything. That's like right in the middle there. It is right in the middle. Park Avenue is kind of like the central location. And uh, they also had um, the interior from the 1893 World's Columbian Exposition in Chicago. Mm. How cool is that? Yeah. And they do. We'll have events there coming through. It says exhibitions and programs and. 
So we talked about Rollins College. We've actually talked about the different colleges in Florida last year, but um, I, there's a reason why I've learned She's a partial. lot about Rollins lately. <laughs> My son is going there. However, you can just walk onto the campus and visit, but there's also the Rollins Museum of Art, and they do have an art museum on campus. Anyone can go. You don't have to be a student or a parent of the student, and if you... Um, even stay in the Rollins area. They also have art at the Elfond Inn. We'll talk a little bit about the Elfond Inn coming up as well. But they have, you know, rotating exhibits. They're technically at the time of recording, they are closed because they're loading in a new exhibit, but they're going to have um, an act of kindness exhibit. They have modernism. They have Iranian, Turkish, and Indian art. Uh, coming in. There's a lot of different things to see. So it's, again, if you want some culture. Which and some history. I never knew all of these places existed. Mm. When I first lived in Florida, I didn't know that these places existed so close, uh, like the Elbin Polisek Museum, which is the internationally acclaimed Czech sculptor, sculptor Elbin Polisek. You can tour his home. So he lived in Winter Park. You can uh, visit the galleries and there's a sculpture garden located right at the heart on Lake Osceola. That's awesome. I love sculpture gardens. So all of these museums will have links to as well, um, but they are definitely, you know, if you're into art museums, nearby is the Orlando Museum of Art. That is, I mean, that whole complex Orlando Museum of Art, um, the Orlando Rep and the Orlando Shakes Theaters, they're close to Winter Park. They're technically not Winter Park, but they're so close that, you know, you can have a whole art day. Yeah, and the Orlando Museum of Art also does a lot of events, too. Exactly. Especially coming up toward Christmas, they have their Christmas tree thing. Yes, yeah. And so skipping ahead, I'm going to talk about the Zora, since we're talking art museums, I'm going to talk about the Zora Neale Hurston Museum of Arts. Now, this, again, is not in Winter Park. It is just very close in Eatonville in her home. So this has a lot of... Um, this does is an art museum, uh, but it is dedicated to Zora Neale Hurston. So if you were aware, she is a writer um, and Eatonville was her home. She wrote Their Eyes Were Watching God. We talked about that on our books episode, right? Didn't we? With yeah, Beth? yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah. So she there is a museum, though, too, that has a vast array of um, fine arts, too. Um. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Zora, Neil, no, eyes. Okay. It's gone. I, I, I may have even been looking at something else that I wanted to okay. say for a different topic. Well, alongside of the arts are the gardens. And we talked about, we've talked about Lou Gardens before and Mead Botanical Gardens. So I'm going to start with Mead Botanical Garden. Uh, Gloria and I did this recently. We walked through the Botanical Garden. It is free. It is, um, you know, just managed by the city and they have a little bit of everything. They have butterfly gardens, they have a pond and wetland areas, they have uh, lots of flower. I, I am not a gardener. I'm just going to say right now, I appreciate it, but I can't. Like. Yeah, pretty now, things to look at. <laughs> I see that they are having Grovember Fall Fest and plant sale on November 4th and 5th. I don't know when this episode airs. I it's, can't remember. It's, in, uh, it's, it's on the side here, I think. No, no I usually not. put it there you because, do. yeah. Okay. Anyway, Mead Botanical Garden. It is a journey through the natural habitat. They have all kinds of 
legacy gardens, native plants. I found even kind of this big um, rock garden area that looked like, I'm sure it was put together, but it looked like you could have held a town council meeting there at some point. Uh, You can learn about the ecology, the habitats, the flora, the birds. There's lots of birds on property when we went there. You're also looking at events. They have yoga, yoga. Yep. It's just a beautiful little place that is free to wander through. And we want we didn't get to stay as much as long as we'd like because when we visited it was rainy season, so we were coming up on a storm real quick. Um, the other place that has gardens that are right there in Winter Park is Lou Gardens. Lou Gardens is a fee to enter. However, their exhibits are always so much fun to we- to visit. We have had a several annual passes there because it is, you can be there all day. There's so much to do. There's a place to eat there They you can wander through. You can do, they have scavenger hunts. They have, um, walking tours. They have information where you could like spend, they, they have sections. So, you know, like you they can, have the rose garden, right. they have the trails, they mm-hmm. have, yeah, they have the building. It is much bigger than mead. Uh, so if you're looking for a garden experience, Lou, Lou Gardens is definitely worth your visit. They are, uh, they do in the fall, they do the fairy doors. So you wander oh, through right. the scavenger hunt and look for the different fairy doors. And there's a little story about all of them in the trees. It's really kind of neat because it gets you moving through the garden with a purpose. Mm-hmm. If you don't know enough about plants like me, I like this because there is a purpose to it. They do have holiday events. Uh, I don't know what they're doing just yet this year. We've done movies on the lawn there. Oh, yeah. We did Harry Potter on the lawn. It was really cool. They have story times, movie nights. Um, yeah, upcoming, they have um, blues concerts, haunting tales. And I know that they do something at the holiday time. I'm looking to see if they have that listed yet. Uh, they do have seasonal flowers and foliage for holiday blooms from November 28th to January 2nd. Last year, they did something really special. I don't know if they're going to do that again. So I don't want to necessarily mention it but they they always have beautiful events and it's worth going and the first monday of every month is free admission too did you know that no yeah so you can go if you don't want to pay you can go on one of their free admission days which we've done too all right let's talk theaters Uh again this is another place that is home to a lot of culture and theaters are one of them. And my favorite place is a movie theater. And you, this is not your typical movie theater. What did we see there? What did we see there? Yeah, we went with all the... Newsies? Was it Newsies? I think so, yes. I can't remember now, but I remember that we ordered food. I think it we... was. So Enzion Theater is this little... Uh, for lack of a better word, it's an art house movie theater. So they have a, you know, they have a movie screen, but they also have food. So you can order food to sit at a dining table at a table and watch a movie. And it's just an, it's a unique experience. They were doing it long before some of the other movie theaters were serving food, but they, they show cult classics they show um, new, re- not even, not your big blockbuster type of new releases. You're not going to go watch Marvel there at all. Uh, but they have, uh, recently they were doing a whole homage to David Bowie. 
So they were showing things like The Labyrinth. Mm. During uh, October, they have all of their cult classic horror type of movies that they will show. They'll Didn't show they do all kinds of cult classic holiday movies in December. I feel like they did uh, The Three Witches. Um <laughs> Oh, I'm going to sit here and let you struggle with that. <laughs> it's, it's not there. It's, it's completely <laughs> dark and blank. And I, Hocus I pocus. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I could have sat there for the rest of our recording but it's, time. it's neat because they, you know, sometimes they have themes, but they have different programs too. Like they're, um, they have a cult classics. They have Saturday matinee, matinee classics, a peanut butter matinee family film, science on screen, film slam, popcorn flicks in the park. That's where I think they work with Lou Gardens. Freaky Fridays, National Theater Live. Like you can go see Shakespeare on stage, but sometimes on they the do movie screen. like premieres and stuff too for local film artists. Exactly. Well, they have a film festival every year. Uh, they are part of the Florida Film Festival. Mm-hmm. They have a real short uh, teen film festival. South Asian Film Festival, Festival, Jewish Film Festival. Uh, They just, they, (laughs) like I said, they have a lot to offer and they are, I think, really one of those hidden gems in the Winter Park area. They are worth checking out. All right. For live theater, you can check out the Annie Russell Theater. They have been the longest running theater in Central Florida. They have had a season every year since 1932. Wow. Yeah. So when we talk about the culture in this area, they're there and they're Well, yeah, in it here they and- are. They're announcing season 90. I know. Isn't that crazy? 90, 90 seasons. Yep. They are part of Rollins College. So they are productions that are put on by the Rollins professors and students. Uh, I actually know one of the professors there that teaches theater art design. And yeah, they are. I mean, it's gorgeous theater. Lots of history. Right next door is a rose garden, a statue of Mr. Rogers. They just have a beautiful little area. Nice. Um, The next one on the list I want you to talk about. Winter Park Playhouse. Winter Park Playhouse is such a spectacular little gem of a theater in Winter Park that they have all kinds of theater there, you know, regular musicals and plays. And they also have um, events where they have music. So someone playing, they have a lobby that's, it's, it's exquisite and they have a grand piano in the lobby. So sometimes they'll have someone playing the piano. They have a bar there. So you can go in and listen to someone playing the piano and singing, and then you can have your drinks and then you go in and see a show. Um, they also have the festival of new musicals. So every year, I really liked this. Yeah. Every year, the festival of new musicals, they put on, so you could write a musical and submit it. And if it gets chosen, they'll put it up in their theater, uh, you know, for the festival and it usually runs a week. So each show gets to do, I think three or four, they get to perform that musical three or four times and it's a staged reading of that show. And then from there it can go on and be picked up to do, you know, a full musical. So it's a great way to, to see something that you've never seen before. And it's, and it's being exposed into the public for the first time. In its beginning. Yeah. Can you imagine if you're sitting there and you get to see this new musical and then eventually it goes on to be big on Broadway? Yeah, it's, it's so neat. Um, my daughter's done it a couple of times where she got to be part of one of those staged readings. And I'm always like, one of these days I'm going to see that musical and be like, (laughs) I was part of that workshop process. (laughs) Exactly. It's a great, beautiful, historic theater and they, it's so well run and it's, um, they put on 
all kinds of things. So if you're looking for a special night out, they have cabarets and special events. And if you just want some exquisite date night out, that's a great place to go too. Tanya, I know you love to read. I do love to read. In fact, I try to set a reading goal every year. So on our website, we have something called Bookshop. I love Bookshop because then I can curate all of the books I'm reading and share with all of our listeners. We make lists and we put them all in there under categories because Bookshop is basically an Amazon for small businesses, small small bookshops, and for independent bookshop owners. I do. I love that. And if you don't even choose a bookstore, proceeds are divided among hundreds of bookstores across the country. Yeah, it's a fantastic way to support your own specific bookstore in your area. Or if you don't choose a bookstore, it will choose a small bookstore for you. Absolutely. And we mention books all the time on this podcast. So if you visit floridatravelpod.com slash bookshop, you'll see all the lists that we've curated. So let's talk shopping now. I So you can shop on Park Avenue and we'll get there in a minute. But there's also Corinne Avenue, which I have found has a lot of unique little shops. Our favorite is Park Avenue CDs, which is, you know, a misnomer because it's not on Park Avenue. It's on Corinne Avenue. But this is a must stop every time we are in Winter Park now because my daughter has both records and CDs that she's collecting. And this is a massive massive record store. This is aisles and aisles of records and aisles of CDs. They also have books, games, posters. It's just one of those really... You know, it's a dying art. It It is, but it's resurging big time. Yeah. Okay. So, Christina, you we were talking about movies not all that long ago. We were talking about Empire Records. Right. And think Empire Records, think um, High Fidelity. Right. Those kinds of record stores, that's what Park Avenue CDs is. It is those record stores that you saw in the, you know, 80s, 90s. Oh, think of Annie Potts and Pretty in Pink. Oh, remember Annie Potts yeah. ran the record store. Yeah. It's that kind of place. It's just cool. And so it's it's always I love what they call themselves. They were established in 1984. They call themselves an audio dealership. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so they in all formats. So they really do. They have um, they have a bookstore. You can even shop on their website. And their bookstore is also on one of our favorite places on Bookshop. Right. So we can cultivate a list from there. Yes. So and then so Corinne Avenue, there's um, thrift stores that are right next to Park Avenue CD. There's a little bookstore across the street. It has some really cute eclectic places. Park Avenue shopping, however, is exactly what you would expect on a place called Park Avenue. Right. Uh, Expensive. (laughs) Expensive, but also some of your favorite places, like there's a Williams in Sonoma, there's a Lily Pulitzer, there's ooh, the Spice and Tea Exchange. Gloria and I got stuck in there for, you know, a good half hour (laughs) the other day. Um, Spice and Tea Exchange we've talked about before. Uh, but there's also high end shopping, you know, high end um clothing boutiques and skincare. It's really everything you want from a place called Park Avenue. But you know, one of my other favorite places on Park Avenue that I did not talk about here is the candy shop. Have you been in the Rocket Fizz candy store? um, I know the, the kids went. Okay. So they have every kind of soda, like every kind and 
every kind of candy you can imagine. It so is you walk out of there with a cavity. <laughs> dream. It is a dentist dream walking in there. It is really cute, retro kind of candy store. It's a lot of fun to walk through. And that's right, um, it's right off of Rollins campus. So I imagine that they do well. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Park Avenue has all kinds of shopping. It's located right next to their Central Park. So again, this is our little slice of New York here, right? We have our mm-hmm. own Central Park. We have our own Park Avenue. We have plenty of shopping to do on the street there. And I mean, there's a train station there too. So even if you're in town, you can take the Sunrail and pop right off there in um, on Central Park. Nice. Um All right, you ready to talk about food? I saw your story on this and I was very hungry. Oh man, I went to, okay, so Salty Donut is on Corinne Avenue. I found this actually thanks to Amy, our our contributor who has uh, done stuff for for us before she did the dog beaches. What else did Amy do? She did another episode with us. Uh, Either way, she had a great (laughs) list of places to eat and I was looking for something new. And so we found the Salty Donut, absolutely delicious super large donuts. Um, Corinne Avenue also has um, this East End Market, which is one of those bigger buildings that has all kinds of places inside of it. Gideon's, which people, a lot of people know about Gideon's now because they have a location in um, Disney Springs, but Gideon's Bakehouse started in Winter Park and they are the place that has those monster cookies, like half pound cookies and these suckers are big i mean they are you know as big as your face so you share (laughs) oh my god i cut this thing in quarters Quarters. and it's still enough but they are um they are this big house that's in the east end market they're in winter park they have kind of this um not steampunk but almost that victorian and i don't want to say horror as in scary but gothic look to them you know this dark gothic library look to them (laughs) um have you ever been to gideon's no oh not even not even the one at disney oh yeah see look there's you know a gargoyle at the one at disney but yeah a lot of people know them from disney they are there at the east end market on corinne avenue and um Stardust Video and Coffee. Stardust Video and Coffee is a place that our producer is telling us about that we need to check out. That must be there. Um, is a cool hangout. That must. I did not find that one. We got to look that up. I'm gonna do it right now. It's on Winter Park Road. <laughs> he's man. He's got all kinds of info for us. Yeah, there's a lot of great dining in Winter Park too because you're really getting. You're Ooh. not getting your um, typical. You're not getting your tourist attractions like you do on iDrive or at Disney Springs. You're not getting your chain restaurants. You're getting these really unique places. Tell me about Stardust Video and Coffee. They have a scotch bar. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can, there's, I mean, I know we're like 20 some minutes in, 26 minutes in. There's no way we can talk about all of the places. No, nope, they have a kitchen and, Park, a, and a scotch bar. So that's worth looking at. We're going to link and they to sell books. Amy's. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. I'm gonna we're going to link, link to these. We're going to link to Amy's list of restaurants. I will tell you, um, we did Orlando's Magical Dining, which is a event that happens in September. And Magical Dining offers um, a lot of these restaurants a way to get out in front of the community. We did a prefix 
Starbucks menu at Bosphorus. They have four locations, one of which is in Winter Park on Park Avenue. This is a Turkish restaurant. And it was so good. It was such an event. It's such it the atmosphere inside, you know, is beautiful upholstered tables with those Turkish lamps coming from everywhere. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely delicious. Uh, Tin and Taco is another I love one that of my place. Pl- I've yeah, been there. Another one of my favorite places. Hunger Street Tacos is another really good one. Winter Park Bagels just opened up. Ethos is one of my favorite places is in Winter Greek? Park. No, it is. Well, I mean, it it is a Greek word. Yes. Ethos is the vegan restaurant that's oh, right next yeah. to, um, it's across the street from where we used to, where from one of the theaters we used to go to. Um, for a vegan restaurant, you wouldn't know it when you're eating the food. If you're not vegan oh. or not vegetarian, you know it now, yeah, right? I, yeah, I saw the picture. Now I remember it. Um, it. Even if you're not vegetarian or vegan, it's definitely worth going to because it's absolutely delicious. They do a really, really good job there. Uh, the To stay, if you want to stay in Winter Park, I'd recommend the Elfond Inn. It's actually owned by Rollins Collins. Rollins College, uh, but all of the operating income goes to the Alphonse Scholars Program. So you know that when you're staying there, the profits go to helping kids get through Rollins, which I think is really, really cool. It's been named one of the 15 best resorts in Florida by Travel and Leisure. And they also, you know, have their own Alphonse collection of contemporary art. <sighs> It's a lot of stuff in Rollins, Christina, and that's not even all of it. Our rapid fire is going to be really hard because it's that time of the day and I'm really hungry. (laughs) Same. So I'm going to go tin and taco. Mm. I don't know, that Stardust video and coffee. Thanks, Larry, for that suggestion. And I want to go to the Enzion and see a movie. Yes. Oh, that sounds perfect. I want to stay at the Alphand Inn. I've looked at it. It's beautiful. It's got great Spanish architecture. I... Um, I mean, I'm always up for Gideon's. To, I always try to go there. Uh, I, I need to, I haven't seen a show at the Annie Russell in a while. And so I am definitely planning on getting over there soon as well. All right, it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. I was waiting for someone to speak. I guess that was me. Um, <laughs> each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout this state i wanted to bring it back around to one of the first featured products we talked about and that was barney's coffee because winter park is home to barney's coffee yes if you live in the southeast you probably know that barney's coffee you can get it at your local public store but they originated in winter park florida and they have their own coffee shop right there on park avenue so they are over 40 years old they've been a part of the community for a long time christina's favorite santa's white christmas yes and uh the sweetheart blend was really good too which you can get year round at Barney's. They also have the ice cream, just so Oh, you know. yeah. And sometimes they have a cookie with, they partner with Gideon's too. Nice. There is a Santa, oh, there's a Santa's White Christmas cookie, I think, that they've done in the past. Let's see if they come out with it again. And All I right. will bring you to Gideon's. Okay. All right. Stay tuned to find out where we are going next week. Don't forget to follow us on social media and Instagram and Facebook at Florida Travel Pod. 
or floridatravelpod.com. We always share our travels and pictures and experiences that we are doing on our own, but you can also comment there with any additional tips and suggestions or ideas that you might have about those locations or other ideas. You can also support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod and we're just we're going to give you stuff. But your stuff, stuff, your stuff and our stuff, you help us and it supports us. It helps us pay the bills. And really, it helps us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. Where are we going next week, Christina? Rainy day fun. Rainy day fun. But that is it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Now all you have to say is... Alexa, play Collage Travel Radio on TuneIn. What was that? Alexa, play Collage Travel Radio on TuneIn. Really? Now Collage Travel Radio expands our reach to TuneIn's 30 million U.S.-based listeners via TuneIn's app. Wow! Plus 200 connected devices and auto partners, which include Tesla, Volvo, Sonos, Amazon, Samsung, and others. This is Collage Travel Radio.